Oh yeah, Spence. I'm so stoked to be back once again on our Ventura Forward podcast. As we're always searching for those tasty waves, hot tunes, fun in the sun, righteous food, and all that news across the 805. On this show, we're breaking down our segments of this crazy big storm that was rolling through the 805, giving our journalistic point of view and all the other news across our beautiful area. Spence, how you doing? Doing good. Uh, observing the greatness of the rain that we filled uh, reservoirs, especially while Lake Kachuma got filled. Casitas is struggling. We'll get into some of that. But uh, the rains did treat us well for the most part. A couple of roads out, you expect it, right? Yes, definitely. Those roads came into it. We talked about the radio show today, how the fairgrounds is coming in for a shelter for the for the storm shelter. There were flooding all around that area. Thompson, Main Street, the river got over Victoria. Can you remember the last time the river got over Victoria Avenue? The Santa Clara River. What, 15, 20 years? That long ago, you know, and the golf course. Let's see how the San Buenaventura golf course fares. I will say people reached out to Ventura Forward's Instagram direct messages were like, it looks pretty bad. I'm like, oh, the golf course. I didn't realize the whole river was so much mud. So this definitely over exceeded a lot of what we thought was going to happen. And we're going to talk about some of those issues today, Spence. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things that happened in my neighborhood that's near and dear to my heart in Fillmore, a part of the railroad bridge got knocked out. One of the uh, standards that holds up the bridge. Now, it wasn't a total devastation of the bridge like I initially thought, but it is a substantial part, which means right when the railroads jump to Santa Paula and they're going to have the trains over there, well, the trains still need to go that away to Fillmore. And right now they can't because the tracks are literally broken up there on that crossing. So a few things did happen that are, are going to change the way we look at stuff for the next maybe year, two, three. Yeah. And it goes up to Ojai off of 33. I saw some cool drone footage. You know how much I love the Cespi wilderness. I can't be more excited about the possibility of all the water up there for the camping, for the wildlife. But those boulders, I mean, this drone footage, I don't know if you saw the 33 or not, but it was just unbelievable. Yeah, we had that on the KVTA website. Also, the drone footage of the Matillaha Dam with that, everybody kept saying it looks like a chocolate milkshake, just pouring off the top of that. And, you know, it's beautiful. It's really, it shows you how fierce nature can and be. And this is going to be right where we're going to sit, episode number 39. We want to give out to Ray Fresco. We're not going to have a special guest today, but Ray Fresco is always our shout-out for bringing the introduction music. Thank you very much, gentlemen, for that. No guest today on 39 because I felt it was more important that we address the situation we're talking about right now. We did have a Mike Anderson say he'll come in in a few weeks. I almost had him come in today. He's our local water expert, big fan of Ventura Ford and his contributions. But Spence, today's conversation goes from the Matillaha Dam into the Casitas Lake area to the Ventura River all the way down the Ventura River to the mouth of the Ventura River, right where we know the Ventura Fairgrounds is. So we're going to focus on a conversation today about the Ventura Fairgrounds, how we can update the Ventura Fairgrounds, get this $319 million investment group with PSG, Professional Sports Group, uh, local area investment group based in Los Angeles, looking to bring baseball all across the West Coast and the Pacific uh, area like Hawaii, maybe some teams in Japan, a new league. Fun new idea, Spence, but it gets back to an old thought. Matillaha Dam and this diversion. Why didn't more water get in Lake Casitas? It's a tough one. We, when we talk to Mike about it, and he does know a lot, He's this is part of his life. One, he fishes a lot on Lake Casitas, and two, he is uh, uh, deeply in the water conversation. But 
I hear different things like they're worried about all the silting, but I look at it like you, you can't order water like you do from Matillaha, the water provider. It's not going to come in clear plastic. With rain, there's going to be debris. There's going to be flow. So isn't part of the thing. And I, I think what one of the things that Mike Anderson was getting at was, look, we'll get the water in there. Then we'll have to dredge for silt. But at least you'll have the water in there. We heard reports. Uh, Casitas was down to like 30 percent. And now I believe it's around 40. That's still 60 percent under. So I, what is the story? What's and you happening? would think, oh, well, that makes sense. But no, just the neighboring lakes to us with... Uh, Kachuma, right? Just but how far away was he? Thirty miles, like that. Yeah. And it just went from twenty or thirty, forty percent all Boom. the way up to the top. Boom. We got Nasameno. How stoked is everybody who has a Nasameno lake house this year? Back to Nasameno. Look Nos- at Shasta way up. They said in one of the storms, not this last one, it went up fifty feet. Fifty feet. That's and we crazy. learned about this Robles diversion, which is off Matillaha Dam. You know, I've been an advocate for removing the Matillaha Dam to restore nature back to what it is. I understand there's a lot of ins and outs about that. Conversation's been going on for decades, and we're going to keep moving that forward faster than ever for Ventura Ford and Spencer Norn to basically reclaim nature in this area and understand that if we're not even using these old infrastructure ideas properly and now what we're finding out is these diversions aren't even working and so we heard the report too in the news that the reports coming out the county saying in the municipal water district that the diversion was clogged with boulders and debris my thought is well of course it's going to be clogged it's these rains only happen every 5 10 15 years why not be prepared for that why not be proactive in saying here's the big boulders or doing construction projects that say we can now take the capacity of different size boulders my guess Spence is that you go up there right now we're going to see construction from 1960 with different metal plates and concrete stuff that's not evolutionized into modern technology can really because all we do is talk about water water and more water, whether it's housing or drinking, everything goes back to about water. And that's what we're doing it with this episode. If you're listening, I appreciate you because we're not going to allow the residents of Ventura and Ventura County to sit back in their houses and keep saying that water's a problem when we really don't even know what the issues are. And it's true. Uh, I've got a few friends. I wish I could say their names on the air that I do not have clearance with, but they know a lot about water and they have some opinions that are counter to what you think intuitively. And we really do need the experts in here to discuss it. But my biggest problem is because I was a Lake Casitas kid back to the 60s, little boy, dad used to go there for camping and fishing. And I've seen that lake many different ways. Never this way. Never at the water deficit that it currently has. The boathouse is not even close to the water. That's how bad it is. So a picture is being painted, and we see a lot of it. You know, one of the great things that we've had in coverage recently, and you brought it up at the beginning, it's new within five, six, seven years of really being used, but drones have changed everything. Mm-hmm. The average citizen now, remember in the old days, because I, I worked with some commercials that were made for local like car dealerships and radio stations. One of them hired a helicopter once because they, they wanted to get the overhead. Right. Whoa. It was just like they rent... Now, everybody, beautiful videos that we see around of people that are using drones, and the drones have helped every citizen that can't get up to casitas look and say, oh, well, heck, that's bad. And it's, 
It's nothing from a journalistic point of view that might be a newspaper. This is Average Joe and Jane Citizen taking these, and they've really helped our look on the community. Your videos, too, that you take the walk with the police officers. Thank you. The encampment, straight up. This is a real thing that is happening with police officers and homeless encampments. It's not somebody describing it to you. You see... I, I'm so glad you brought that up. And thank you to all the contributors that sent Ventura forward videos and also photos during this time. You do it through the, the DMs, the direct messages through Instagram, or you can always hit the cell phone up. But Spence, it was blown up 15, 20 messages. Mm -hmm. My friend Josh Anthelman was calling himself a reporter for Ventura Forward during these times. And you're saying he was just going out there doing the river reporting, but we're seeing things differently. And that's what's bringing the attention to the knowledge of now that we can see the amount of water that's being just left out to the ocean. Mm -hmm. We can see how often the lake is empty and dry. It's really, I think, building advocacy. I, I think it's charging us up with energy and stoke to re-enhance this land that we know is so well. We know it's good. And we use, again, the Ventura River mouth, right? The encampments down there. And thank you for talking about the encampments that you brought up there because I was just going to say before I lost my thought was I told Officer Jake Molhart. Uh, when we up at, updated everybody, we had Southern California Edison down into the Harmon Barranca, removing about 12 or 15 entrenched encampments. There's still a lot more work to do. We're talking 15-year-old water heaters, cars that were down there that were burnt out. I counted over seven different places, Spence, that there were fires. And then you would walk another 5, 10 feet, 15 feet, dude, and there was monarch butterflies that have stayed here through the winter time to nest here you know, because they can go up and down the coast, right? But sometimes some of the butterflies don't make it all the way up and down. Some of them stay in certain areas. So to see that they're using that area as an area to, to bunker down for the winter, magical stuff. And when I showed the police officers walking in that, I told the police officer, dude, do you know that video changed the direction of this whole county and this whole city? He goes, well, he started laughing. He's like, what do you mean? I go, do you think that they've ever seen footage of eight police officers walking in side by side with a resident into the bushes like that. He's like, I never thought about it like that. I go, they haven't. And I was also telling the executive director of a nonprofit that same thing. Mm -hmm. So it's like, let's go, let's bring, that's what Ventura Forward's doing. You're part of it. Let's continue to do that and move this forward, Spence, because the more we move it forward, the more we're sharing, the more action we're getting. And the funny thing about being a media guy for me since 1979, a lot of people would think I'm in fear now. Oh, the average person could be a news gatherer. It's exactly the opposite. I love it because we are getting more of a view from different angles that we never would have gotten before. You don't know on the morning show on KVTA how many times we receive video photos of great shots citizens are taking. It's essential that it's not just caught up in this little media thing, the star, KVTA, and these little places that are the only ones, people doing podcasts like this one, people doing the work you're doing. It's, they still might not agree with your angle and what you say, but it is a photo. It is a look. It's another opinion. And now more than ever, that's what we need. And I think that's the ultimate thing of America, right? It's that melting pot that comes together. And we already know that if you take 100 people, how many are you going to disagree with on average, do you think? Take 100 people. Okay, 100 average people? Yeah. 
and we talk about something, an average topic in the community. Maybe 10 or 15. If we're in an intelligent group, 90% of them are going to agree with me. Okay. That's... Okay, see what I did there? Now, it's, <laughs> a lot of times it comes out 50-50. Really, it does. A lot of times, with, even with good friends, you have disagreements, but they're polite disagreements, hopefully. Yeah. And they're, they're a work towards the result. So, yeah, and, so, and that's what we do is we take those 100 people and those journalistic points of view and then we put them all together. And then we let people continue to share that. And before you know it, the cream will rise to the top. And us as a community will be able to see, you know, this time Spencer was probably wrong. This time Spencer was right. This time Tom was really right, you know, and then Tom can be wrong this time. But if we can create that environment that allows journalism and people to share, because I can already say this too, Spence. I, for the first time, like a few months ago, almost had for the first time a phobia of like, if I post something, my career can be over. Because I felt like I'm getting a little bit bigger now. And I'm thinking to myself, no, dude, you got here or wherever I am because of who you were relentlessly not caring about the inhibitors and the walls. The cancelers. The cancelers. I'm never going to give in. So let everybody know, no matter how high I go. And this podcast goes, if we continue with our 100, 100 followers and 1,000 followers, we go into the tens, 100,000s, which I believe we will go. Ventura Forward will quantify and multiply this movement to Oxnard Forward, to Camarillo Forward, to everybody forward to let them know you can be yourself and you've got people behind you that can influence on the highest level because we've been marginalized. The average middle class person in the 805 in the city of Ventura in California has been marginalized to where when you get a group of those 100 people together and we agree to disagree on those topics, when we bring out the best idea, it's not being decided by us, it's being decided by politicians. Yep, and that's how it's going. So the more, the merrier, the more comments we get on our podcast, the more we see on Facebook, Instagram, whatever your avenue is, whichever platform you use, uh, we love to see it because that's where the conversation goes. Uh, just uh, try to be cool about it. Don't attack people, attack the argument. Yeah, share the stoke. Keep continuing to share that aloha vibe, that ever-loving sense that you can have when you're can in Can you the say aloha, by the way? I we went over aloha. that earlier. I can say aloha, and I appreciate that. The Hawaiian culture is deep-rooted uh, in my heart. Family visited there. Sister lived there. I don't know a more beautiful place in the world, and I plan on retiring there, Spence. Mm, nice. I love Hawaii. What's your favorite, sunscreen. What's your favorite island? What's my favorite island? Have you been to Hawaii? No. Never been? Are you kidding? It's not, not a place for me. I'm There's taking not it. enough sunscreen. Yeah, there is. I can only come out at night. I'm Scottish. I got to watch places. There's like new that. hats. Yeah, I knew. You know, there's, it's an umbrella. I don't wear it. <laughs> Brock umbrella. If you remember the Brock umbrella, it was Cal Worthington had it. It was a band around your head and an umbrella over. Pretty cool. Uh, I honor Hawaii as the 50th. Great place for people to go. I should stay in the shade. You, there's it's a lot just of sh- the way it goes. There's a lot of shade I'm there. I'm sure there is. In the I- bar. Hiking yeah. that you would be actually surprised. Sometimes okay. there's more shade than you want in Hawaii because the trees come mm. all the way to the coast in most areas. Like especially if you get to like Maui and uh, Kauai, you know those trees come right to it. But yeah, it, it can so get hot. I would be better at 49 than 50. I'm good with Alaska. For where is the, the rain? Part. Where is the rainiest place in the world? The rainiest. Oh, place in the, at in least the world. United States. Don't quote me for the world, but we're in the top five in the world for sure. Well, it's got to be Hawaii. Hawaii, because well, it rains just virtually every day. We'll get you to Hawaii and we'll put you in the middle of rainy season. You'll never see the sun. How about okay, that? That'd be great. <laughs> I would, I would like to go. It would be kind of because I've been all through the Caribbean. I want you to see the islands. I've been. I was the guy in the Caribbean. 
a full long sleeve shirt, hat, sweats, and I was doing a run around this island we were on. Love it. Just because I'm not a sun guy. Just not a sun guy. We're moving down this podcast as the Ventura River was moving down along Highway 33. Let's stop and give a shout out to our sponsors right now on this awesome podcast, number 39. No doubt about it. Right away giving out Lorenzo Castillo and his campus in Oxnard. We're going to get more determination, Spence. We've been moving it forward just in the last week. Lorenzo has set up a meeting this Sunday morning with 12 advocates, all professionals in different fields. Yours, yours truly, Spencer Norn, included on this. I'm working on entry-level uh, field studies about getting out there and making entry-level with the people on the streets. I'm also working with some family therapy stuff to help family members that have recently lost people on the streets, using a lot of my experience with my brother, talking to these people. So couldn't be more excited about that. So Lorenzo Castillo, thank you so much for offering your place 80 beds, Spence. And with these rains, Lorenzo just said in text message, he's ready for 80 people for free. Wow, that's pretty good. And my appreciation to you for uh, introducing me to Lorenzo because we had parallel, uh, parallel universes for a long time. I worked with uh, 1590 Radio Tiro uh, many years ago. Excuse me, 1520 Radio Tiro. <laughs> and he did a lot of club action back then. So we were in and around each other for a couple of years. And when he was talking about the work that he had done in the community, I knew all the names he was talking about from radio and a lot of the local people. Really, really an interesting guy who, who came up from a, a fairly low economic level to uh, make his way in U.S. and California. Let's also give a shout-out, too, to another one of our big sponsors, Rocks and Drams. i got to get them on the weekly every week for giving us that great host for our holiday party. What's a dram? What is, I, I still don't even know. They haven't told us. He told me, but I forgot. Oh. He told me that I think I had one too many of the... Oh, uh, got it. Careful with the wonderful um, old fashions at Rocks and Drams, Spence. Get your wife to drive. i got to say, what... Is a dram. What is a dram? Rocks and dram. Look, so, it's D R A M S, right? Yes. I could text Mark right now. He would get back. Mark is so awesome. Giving him a shout out. He reached out to me to let him know if anyone in the city of Ventura, Ventura County, needed any meals. Oh. What's a dram? It's a small whiskey. It's a small drink. There you a go. dram. It's a, a small drink of whiskey or other spirits. Rocks and whiskey. So rocks and yeah. So it's rocks and a nice drink. There we go. Be responsible. We're going to tell everybody that. And guess what? I had a little wild idea because I was hungry yesterday. And so I said, wouldn't it be cool if we got an idea and we're going to reach out to Spencer McKenzie's in different restaurants? Yes. So don't everybody get upset about this, but it's going to be an idea that goes citywide. Ventura Forward Food Item at Rocks and Drams. Part of the proceeds that Mark can then donate back to one of our projects. So we could tell people right now, Go to Rocks and Drams, get a drink, order the Ventura Forward sandwich, have a great time. You're going to give money back to the community. Very good. Sounds awesome. What's on the sandwich? He ha- we were talking about last night. He goes, now what are we going to put on it? What, can be, what would represent Ventura? I go, great question. Me personally, I always start with grilled chicken. I don't know how you break off of that, but I, then I texted him. It has to be functional for what? Number one, the kitchen. Number two, the bottom line. Because, right, how do we want to come in as Ventura forward and say that we're not looking for his business the most? So let's get an item the kitchen can make conveniently or, or normal, right? It's not too high maintenance. It might fit into the current food line. Because whenever you're trying to make a special 
or make a food a food item, you want to currently work what's already there, right? You don't want to all of a sudden invent something that's got a uh, saffron. Another part of the stove. Yeah, what what are you getting out, and how much is that ingredient? I so are, you're not a fish guy. I like fish. Okay, fish sandwich. Fish would be pretty big in Ventura. Just saying, we got a beach right. I dig fish. What, I'm pointing at it. White fish or white fish is probably the cheaper price. Yeah. So like a just a good fish. A fish that's here locally in the islands. What's the one that's caught the most? Probably the most prevalent white fish. We got to get our friend Kevin on that. Yeah, let's. See. And I'm not doing the rockfish either. The ceviche. I heard rockfish is not good eating. So Kevin mm-hmm. loves his rockfish, but I love the ceviche style. But something better than that. Okay. okay. I know a fish supplier. Let's ask him. So it's a. I think a fish <laughs> sandwich of sorts would be good. Fish sandwich. I'm digging. I, can you do avocado on fish? Not really, huh? I wonder why not. Can you? I'm saying yes. How about like a avocado like salsa fish? Yeah. Let's I, go. I we gotta, we gotta Mark, if you're listening to this, I'm, I'm breaking this part of the podcast off. You better be listening to this podcast. All right. Advertisements moving forward. Uh, starting with always number one sponsor for the longest and most consecutive, Mr. Derek Turner with the Ventura Real Estate Company. Spence, would you believe the man of adventure is leaving the water, boarding a plane, going straight to Switzerland? Oh, man. This guy, DT, is living that baby boomer life. As you know best, him and a friend decided we haven't skied the Swiss Alps before, so we might as well get some plane tickets and go on out there. Yoo-hoo. I'm in. I just found a great recipe, especially when you look at what happened recently in the change with certain dispensaries. It is uh, baked fish with avocado. Baked fish? It's baked. <laughs> Should we encrust it with some? Yeah, but there's, there are many recipes, and him being as good as he is, yeah. they'll be able to get some. So, yes, fish, avocado a and white fish, fish is a good sandwich thing. with avocado. Yeah. Okay. Ventura forward. Land you know, it. And we're going to move this over to like Spencer McKenzie's. How sweet would it be if Spencer McKenzie's made his version of the Ventura forward white fish avocado Ventura forward sandwich? It'd be a little bit different. We had mm-hmm. the bait. This is, dude, this is awesome. Yeah, I think I think we're in on that. So, um, Woo! good one. Hey, what other sponsors? Sponsors, um, let me think here. I got one more I was thinking about. I'm gonna, I was going to say Spencer McKenzie's. I got that in okay. too. We know all of our great sponsors that we're getting after. We're looking for more. But most importantly, let's get this conversation started with PSG. The professional sports group is a being aligned with Ventura Forward to get the message out about the Ventura County Fairgrounds restored, beautified, brought up to a modern facility, and we have an opportunity to not do it with tax dollars money, to not do it with money that we have to fund, to get a bond. We have an outside group, local investors, using all of local people, including Ventura Forward. Jensen Design was organizing. Pacific Coast Land Designs involved. All these great people are involved that are locally here, Spence, and we're not getting the attention we deserve. I mean, $320 million and the fair board headed by Dan Long, who's a Ventura City resident in Midtown, doesn't want to hear this and, and, and basically says he doesn't think it would be good for the fair. I would like to know your thoughts, Spence, about basically the idea of turning down an investment of $320 million. It's hard to say no to money like that. The fair is wonderful. It's 
fabulous, but it's tired. The fairgrounds are exhausted. Just take a walk. You know, you can see that ocean influence. You can see some of the, it's deteriorating. So we need something, and I do not like using money out of you, you, and you pocket. It's nice to have other money come in. Do we give up any control? Is that an issue? You know, always cautious about that, too, by expect, ex- accepting the money. What are, what are we giving up? we got to make sure all of those uh, I's are dotted and T's are crossed. But I, I love the idea, and I think we heard the great news that the Strawberry Festival is now a part of the Ventura County Fairgrounds. We're moving in the right direction, and we have to continue there. I agree with you completely, right? Moving it forward won't always be perfect. Change is the only thing that people talk about is the only thing consistent. Always comes with a little collateral damage, maybe in people's emotions, a little bit of culture. But for me, it's building to the future. Yeah, and that's it. And like you say, there is no, uh, Shakespeare said a long time ago, that is the rub. There's always going to be something, just always. You know, there's always going to be something, but it'll be the best move for the community and the, the fairgrounds with the opportunity for sports, the opportunity for concerts, the opportunity for different shows that could be there, different festivals. Uh, You pointed it out a while ago that it won't be a parking lot concert anymore. It'll be a concert venue. And the guys that did the parking lot concerts did a great job, but let's put them with real chairs and a real venue and a real facility so people from outside will go, dang, look at that place. Outside, I mean Los Angeles. Think of getting the Los Angeles do- uh, dollars to come out here and stay overnight because there's something big happening at the fairgrounds. Huge. You know what we got to start working to right away with the Dodgers is, I've been doing some research, is that they have two minor league teams, right? Oh, boy. Tulsa, Oklahoma. Where's the other one? Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Okay. 30 miles apart. Double A, triple A. My point is being, one of those teams could probably get out here. You got teams that are sure they're not happy. Maybe what sixty miles from the stadium? Sixty miles from the stadium. We can get inventive. We can get creative. Angels are here. I think that this could start to go. And not only is PSG thinking about baseball, they're looking at history and culture with agriculture, with livestock. This is brings twenty five percent midway to the fair. Okay, it's so important to understand that there's so much dilapidated land in the back corner that we get back to this to where. PSG and the group we're building is getting referenced and also complete positive reinforcement by Phil Ranger, who's the great grandnephew of E.P. Foster and the Foster family who donated the land to the city to see it as a seaside park. Mm-hmm. And we all know the last 30, 40, 50, 60 years how the fairgrounds in the state have taken more control. I'm learning that too. District 31 of the agriculture controls the fairgrounds completely by this appointed board. So if you're wondering who makes the decisions at the fairgrounds, the governor, Governor Newsom does because he appoints each fair board member himself. And a few of those board members positions are up, Spence. And three of them are coming up very soon. So I want to encourage everybody out there to, if you have volunteer opportunities or you've got time on your hands and you love the Ventura fairgrounds, maybe possibly putting in an application for this. To think about, you know, should we have it updated? Do we want it dilapidated? Or we know about option three. Do you want housing or retail there? But that is what needs to be discussed over and over again. We're doing it on Ventura Ford. We're not going to stop talking about it because the conversation keeps continuing no matter what happens here. There was a huge rainstorm. We're now using it for a storm shelter. The Thomas Fire came through. Where did everybody go? The fairgrounds. And the place is an absolute dump. We're relying on a dump in the time of an emergency. I can't go for it anymore. 
I can't, I'm getting emotional thinking about my whole community and everyone I cares for about if we have something bad happen, I'm saying go to a place that has inadequate services. It's not right. Yeah, so hopefully uh, this is uh, one way that we can make, uh, make the fair grade again. I don't think I should use that language. I don't think we should make hats. <laughs> make, make the fair no, great again. Nothing can be made great yes. again. Yeah, so <laughs> let's just make this happen because you, let's keep a seaside. Let's, let's keep a seaside and the seaside fair, right? And, or, and here's the way you got to look at it. Let's just say that patch of land yeah. was up for sale right now. Let's just say that somebody owned it and they never donated. Do you know how much that's worth? It's crazy. This position in the world, the Highland Games that are there, the Seaside Park Highland Games, the Scottish Games, it's such a, people go there and they're like, you're right on the beach. This area is, is a jewel that stands out in all of California and really should in the United States if it was just spruced up a bit and made more of a go-to the Hilton's com- The Hilton's coming a- across the street there. Yeah. The, the things How many com- rooms is that? We're going to work on upgrading the promenade. The, vent- yeah. the, the Surfrider Foundation is so into restoring the beachfront there. That's what I like about this, this storm. I love this storm because it brings attention to everything. And Ventura Ford is now known in this community and the county and all over the world, for a matter of a fact, of people that hold accountability and create change for the betterment of our community. We don't do it by anything ill intent. We just say the facts, we bring them together, and we have action. And that's what we're creating at the fairgrounds. I want to know for a fact, and I will find out, what percentage of the people that want this money coming in. It's not going to be decided by a guy named Dan Long in Midtown and other names in this fair board that I have right here. But Dan's the only one that I know that lives in the city of Ventura that I want to talk about here. He claims about being on the Midtown Community Council since 1994. He's been on the board the whole time. We need change. This is the same guy who runs around town trying to politicize everywhere else. These are convoluted, controlled groups by special interest individuals in our community. And Dan Long, I'm calling you out 100%. Okay, I should probably get that on a recording because I'm going to do it one more time here. Dan Long, I'm calling you out 100% on the fair board to do what the people want. You got quoted in the paper for saying that you don't think it would be a good idea to get the $319 million to come to Ventura. Who are you? You're a plumber that lives in the city of Ventura in Midtown, and now you want to come and speak for the people. Give me the stats. Give me the number. And I'm not talking about your Midtown Community Council that gets controlled by eight people that you guys all want to be proactive about bringing marijuana in that community because we know what you did in that situation too and I'm not afraid to say it, okay? You treat people with ill intent and disrespect, so I'm bringing it to you, Dan. Call up Ventura Forward. Let's have a conversation and start to tell me if you think the fairgrounds taking $320 million to invest is a good idea because, Dan, my question right back to you is going to be, where's the $500,000 that got stolen during the fair? Where's the money that got stolen from a safe on your watch? Why didn't you as a fair board member have the resources in place, the security in place to respect and secure our money as a county, as a taxpayer? The $500,000 is on the board members. I want to know where it is and I want to know what the situation is, Spence. That part I don't know. You don't know that? I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. We do know. I, so I called the, the, the highway patrol. The investigation, uh, investigation is still ongoing. But where is the, where is the cry off from the community? If anything else is stolen $500,000, the, 
So think about it. It just shows the mis the, the malpractice and the irresponsibility of leadership of these people to have money be stolen out from your office and then to have a private investment group want to come in and give you a plan of a lifetime that everybody in the community that I know for the most part wants to invest and upgrade. Now, there's a discussion of the details of what you want to be there. And as we know, we're going to always disagree a little bit about what the ultimate plan will be but we want it upgraded. So let's find out quickly through our community how we can agree on a plan and move forward. It's a five-year plan, Spence. I'm looking at detail at this plan. I couldn't be more excited. Yep. I. Anything that improves, as long as it's done within the way the land was, and I'm going to use the word granted, uh, the way, as long as it fills in all of those legal issues that we have, could not be more for it. I, and I hope the FAA, I hope the 4-Hers, I hope all these kids that work there because we haven't had an opportunity to be there at the morning of the livestock auction, the oh, junior yeah. livestock auction. These kids work their butts off, and we cannot forget them. I want the concerts. I, I would love to see sports, especially if we could uh, put high school sports into a real cool uh, baseball facility. Uh, you talked about travel games. This could end up being a, a place for travel ball to meet. You know, it would be everybody would want to come here. It's Ventura for crying out loud. But I do have to make sure that it is all because it's easy to say drop the money on it. But then is it actually oh, legal to do? Yeah. And I, the energy behind this is so positive. We have to go in this direction. We have to. I wish you could see. And I know you have the rendered drawings of the parking. Out, yeah, outside sure. uh -huh. it's, a, it's a triple roundabout and everyone's talking about how parking went from four dollars to ten dollars in that desolate lot the 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 sidewalks falling into the ocean mm -hmm. we talk about king tides this project brings so many missions together and i'm here to tell it i'm here to share it i couldn't be more excited to do this with the psg team and them entrusting ventura forward about moving this message forward to getting it out to you so thank you for listening like always I'm here for you. If you've got questions, let's answer them. But we're moving this forward. We're going to create data and raw stuff to bring the message forward about building and upgrading the Ventura Fairgrounds with PSG. Let's go. Now let's do it right, and let's make it happen. It will be a go-to destination for all the years to come. And it, and it started for me with the news that the Strawberry Festival is coming. Feel badly for Oxnard. Uh, this festival was brought up by them. They created yeah. it, the people of Oxnard. Uh, but we are looking at um, a real opportunity here. Oh, yeah, I, I mean, it's so fun because you look at all, you look at right in the, the world's largest cornhole. Think of what John could do with this cornhole tournament with stuff like this. Think about going to the fairgrounds and having like a great experience on the midway where you're not feeling like you're walking around over wires and cords and potholes. Or you go into a Grateful Dead concert and you're not sleeping in the dirt. In different areas, actually, give me some amenities, not porta potties everywhere. I mean, that's what I moved home for, Spence. Five years ago, I moved home because I knew the town was dilapidated, and I used the memory of my brother and my childhood to want to create more memories for kids. Yeah, no doubt. And so. I want, and, and I want to do it. I want to do it through sports. Cabrillo's basketball team got a win last night at Fillmore. I was right in your neck of the woods. Oh, really? I was oh, nice. at Fillmore Middle School. We were down. That's a classic school. That's a beauty. We were down early and they almost got us and we needed to come back and win and we got it. So, but again, it shows that recreation and determination. And trust me, it's not easy. Mm -hmm. Every day I'm fighting. I made a video this week where I'm still getting pushback from different people that might be my friends, used to be my friends, acquaintances. I'm putting everyone to the, to the road. The rubber is meeting the road of Ventura forward 24 seven. 
I can't turn it off, Spence. Yep, let's make it happen. Do good things for the community. Uh, the rain is here again. Now we record on Friday, and we're going to post this like like you're, you're hearing it now. If you're listening <laughs> to us, but we post very quickly early Friday. We're talking about rain Saturday. Let's bring it. Let's make it happen. And if you're looking for something to do, Ventura Forward's always sponsoring that second Saturday cleanup. So we're always doing our spontaneous Good. advocacy, but always every month, second Saturday, one one seven North Ventura Avenue. 117 North Ventura Avenue, down at, at Two Trees Church. They let us use their space downstairs. Free Johnny's Burritos for all community members at 11 o'clock. Rain or shine this week, we will be out there cleaning up drains, doing the best we can, spreading community joy across this beautiful home we call San Boy Ventura. So take the video. Let's get into conversations. No hate, just a forward movement. Conversation is good. Arguments are fantastic. Uh, but let's uh, make this a better place. And I think uh, we're all moving in the right direction. Let's go, Spence. Episode number 39 is wrapped up. Thanks again to all of our sponsors, Ray's Fesco, for taking out these beats. Until next week, let's go. Let's go.